What is up, friends? You are listening to The Body. My name is Kiana. I am your host. I will be talking to you today about loving yourself and what the characteristics of love are and how it's not always easy to do, but it is super worth it. So lean in, friend, and I hope you learned something today. Love you guys. A happy Monday. I am going to jump right into it. That's what we're going to do. So today, I was going to record. I'm actually recording. It's now 4.36, which is way later than I usually record if I'm going to do it the day of. But I was running around all morning doing some great work. And then I got home and I was like, okay, Kiana, just like power through. Like, you haven't eaten, but let's record this podcast. And then God was like, no, Kiana, like, your podcast is not going to be good if you don't eat something. And so then I ate something and I was like, okay, like, maybe I'll just do it right now real quick. But my body has been uh, requesting, like, 20-minute naps recently, which I've been gifting it with because I've been reading this book that was talking about how our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems kind of fluctuate throughout the day and sometimes what will happen is our sympathetic nervous system we want that to be that's like the one where we're just like driving we're going we're building we're moving we're productive in this kind of culture that productivity is so much in demand we think that it's the only important thing and so we just negate the fact that sometimes our body tells us to slow down sometimes we we overload it with caffeine and we're like, no, push through this. Or we just say, no, no rest. You need to be productive. But it turns out that you will actually be more productive if you take that 20 minutes to rest and just rest your eyes or close your eyes. And that's what I did today was instead of trying to power through when my body was telling me no, I laid down with my dogs. She cuddled up right next to me. I put some soothing rainforest sounds on, on Spotify. And I just... It was seriously, I timed it. I probably didn't fall asleep for like the first five or 10 minutes. It was a 20 minute like timer I had going. But by the end of it, I actually like felt good. Whereas if I had just tried to power through, I would have felt crappy. It would not have been a good podcast. And how does that benefit you guys if I'm not taking the time to listen to my body and literally doing what I tell all of you guys to do? So here I am, 4.38 now, recording this podcast for you guys. And what we are going to talk about today is super personal and important to me. So God, Holy Spirit, please use my words, use my mouth right now so that this comes out exactly the way you want it to be heard and it affects people the most profoundly the way that you would do it and not the way that I would do it because sometimes I stumble on my words. So that being said, this is the week before Easter which is the best holiday ever. So Christmas, I realized this, Christmas is the season of giving. The whole highlight is giving to your neighbor, giving to your family. That's what makes you feel good at Christmas time. Whereas Easter, the perfect balance is receiving. And that's not so much that we, you know, receive gifts or receive Easter eggs or candy, um, which maybe we do. Uh, what's your favorite candy? Let me know. Um, Sour Skittles, that's mine if you're asking. (laughs) But receiving this gift that was given to us by 
the God of the universe, the God who created the universe. And some of you might be ready to tune out now, but please like don't, don't turn this off yet. This is so important to hear. And that discomfort that you feel, um, it's that the discomfort that you feel when you hear a topic like this where you're just like, no, God doesn't exist or no, I don't want to hear about this. That's when you have to lean in the most. It is when you are uncomfortable the most that you have to listen into your body, to your soul the most. That like discomfort you feel, that shift in your in your your aura, I don't know, your soul, that shift that you feel is like something moving within you. And so it's super important that you do, you fight it a little bit because whether or not you believe in God right now, you did in the past and then something terrible happened and you don't believe in him anymore, or maybe you're on that road to spirituality and connection, this might be something that kind of just shifts your perspective a little bit. So still relating it to health, to wellness, not that that's strictly what this podcast is about, but uh, in lieu of Easter, I wanted to kind of highlight this gift of grace that we've been given and forgiveness and uh, how that affects our health and how that affects our body. So uh, kind of to summarize what everything I want to talk about is that my health and finding peace and balance in my body started when I started doing what God was asking of me. So boil down the entire word of God, that's the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, um, If you boil down everything that it says into one concentrated thing that we are supposed to do, it is love God and love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. So if you were to boil down everything that's written in the Bible, all of the books, everything that's going on, all of the lessons, Jesus says that the most important commandments are love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And loving someone, if you truly love someone, that is difficult to do. So we're going to focus on the loving ourself and you'll see how that translates into like how God loves you regardless of what you've done in your life, regardless of what you're doing right now. He still does. Um, We all have messed up pasts. We've done terrible, terrible things. I've done terrible things, but I know that God still loves me all through that. And so It wasn't until I started recognizing that God asked me to love myself as my neighbor or love my neighbor as myself that my body and my health started coming to fruition. So for years and years, I was lifting and I was exercising and like my body was just I was uncomfortable in myself like my digestion was always kind of off. I felt like I was always a little bit bloated like things just didn't sit well in my body and I didn't sit well in my body like like emotionally spiritually my soul was like uncomfortable knowing that it was meant for more than I was allowing and it was because I wasn't truly caring for my body the way that God would recommend to me so like say your best friend goes through something terrible we'll say a breakup, a divorce, maybe they've lost someone very close to them. And I think that sometimes a breakup or a divorce is emotionally as traumatizing. Like that's still grief that you're experiencing. That's the death of a relationship in your life. So whether or not they're physically out in the world, sometimes it's still grief. Their body is still experiencing deep pain. And so say that your best friend was broken up with and they're lethargic, they're not getting out of bed, like what would you tell them to do? You'd be like, hey, 
drink some water. Make sure you're drinking water and make sure you're eating good meals because your body, like you're going through this, this is so difficult. Your body needs you to take care of it right now. Go for a walk, get some sunshine, get some fresh air. Stop not showering and just sitting in your own your own filth and sadness because you can't get out of bed. Like do these things even though it's incredibly difficult. Do it even though you feel like your heart and your soul and your body weigh a thousand pounds. Do it anyway because it is going to help you. Maybe not immediately. You might not feel spectacular, ready to go love yourself and others after day one. But if you continue to do those good habits for yourself, it will be, you will it's you loving yourself. Loving yourself is not easy to do. It's not easy to go take the walk when you just want to lie in bed all day. So my body didn't start finding that internal peace until I started truly loving it. And so I just want to go what the over what the characteristics of love are in the Bible. So this can be found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And whether or not you've ever even been to church or opened a Bible, I feel like there is uh, like home decor that has this all over, or maybe you have like a cutesy motivational notebook uh, like I myself do. And it says, love is patient, kind. It doesn't get jealous. It is not boastful. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. And it keeps no record of wrongdoing, meaning that it doesn't hold a grudge. It loves the truth and never gives up or loses faith. It's always hopeful and endures through all. Um, That's like a beautiful saying, but do you know how difficult it is to do those things? Like, think about your relationship with maybe your mom or your sister or your brother or your dad. When it says be patient, huh? I, I've gotten better with it, and it's because in the church we joke like, "Oh, never, never pray for patience because then God will give you the opportunity to be patient, and you have to exercise it." Um, be kind. Like, how hard is it sometimes? Your siblings getting on your nerve, or maybe it's your best friend, or someone's getting on your nerve, and you just want to lash out and say something nasty. But love says to be kind to that person. That's the action that love would take. Or don't get jealous. How many of us, and I am guilty of this, and it's it's much better now, and I have such like faith and trust in my relationship and my, and my partner, but um, I used to get jealous for sure. And like my relationship with him is, it's so, so healthy now. And I've, I've dated people that I would get jealous with easily. And I used to get jealous with him, but I don't anymore. Like my heart is in the right place. And sure, there are times where I have a lapse in judgment, but at the end of the day, love endures all, um, not being boastful. So not like bragging is what that means. Essentially, um, not being demanding and stubborn, not being irritable, so not being, that means um, like being slow to anger, not getting angry easily. So think about you're in traffic and someone cuts you off. Like how quickly do you want to get mad about that? The challenge that love asks you to do is don't get angry. 
Because what does that do? The other person doesn't give a hoot about what you're doing, but now you're fuming in your car and that doesn't feel good. Like that doesn't sit right in your body. And the reason that these emotions of anxiety and depression and anger and frustration don't feel good is because they're not meant for you. You were created by perfection, by love, by perfect love, which means that these these characteristics that are not listed, what I've listed already, that's why they don't feel good is because they're not meant for you. So let that go. So all of this adds up to how did I start applying it to myself? So patience with yourself. So when I started doing what God asks me to do for myself is when my body started to change, when my outlook of myself started to change. So I was like, oh, okay, all of this isn't going to be a quick fix. This is going to be the long game, the long con, except it's not a con. This is legit. This is your life. This is the relationship you have with yourself. That's the most important here that you have to live with yourself your whole life. You don't have to live with everyone else all the time, always, but you always have to be with yourself. And so you have to be cool with yourself. So learning to be patient and realizing the changes that you want to see in your life, in your body, whatever it is, they are not ever going to happen overnight. There are few changes. Maybe you want a different hair color. That's something that can happen overnight. But as far as like your confidence and your comfortability in your body, that is something that takes uh, weeks, months, years of hard, hard work to really hone in. And I've been working in the health industry for six years now, but it wasn't until the last two years that my body really started transforming. And it was when God started telling me and guiding me with how I should be treating my body, how I should be treating my capital S self. And so patience is huge with that. The next thing is being kind to yourself. So when your friend is heartbroken you wouldn't be like, oh, you'll get over it. Like, you're fine, whatever, grow up, like, blah, whatever. No, you'd be kind to them. So you have to be kind to yourself. And I honestly think sometimes it's easier to love our neighbor as it is to love ourselves. And again, that's because we don't have to live with them all the time. But we see our wrongdoing and we are so hard on ourselves and we, we don't let it go. We harp on it and we ruminate it, about it in our own minds. And then we start crapping on ourselves. So being kind to yourself, using like your words and changing your thoughts is huge. So like when I'm training someone and they say like, oh, like that's a bad picture of me or oh, I look fat in that picture. or Oh, my face looks gross or whatever. I stop them in their tracks and I'm like, you need to say three kind, kind, not three nice things about yourself, three kind things things about yourself because there is a difference between nice and kind a bouquet of flowers is nice they're not kind but words can be so you can have someone say something nice to you but the way it hits you you know have you ever had someone be like oh it's so good to see you but it doesn't really feel like they mean it that's not kindness like that's a nice thing to say you know but kindness is from your heart and it comes from deeper than those surface conversations And so I make them say three kind things about themselves and it can't be about their looks. It has to be about their heart, their hard work, something that they've been doing because we have to stop ourselves from saying these terrible things. Like you wouldn't want someone else saying something nasty about you. 
So when you say it out loud about yourself, guess what? Your own ears just heard those words. And there's something to be said for like the different senses. So not only do we think things, we can also see them in front of us. So if you write it out and we can hear them. So if you are saying something nasty about yourself, your body is now not only receiving that information as a thought, now it's receiving it as something that was heard and also speaking it. Like speaking those words changes how you receive it. Like your body just confirmed for you whether it's good or bad, what it believes. So you don't want to be saying nasty things because then you've had your thought, your mouth, and your ears just receive all negative things. So flip the script. Say something kind about yourself. Start changing the way like you you think about yourself, the words that you use with yourself. I don't let people say that they can't do something because no, like you actually can do it. Um, what you say out loud, you're speaking into existence. So you can do it. And if you confirm that for yourself out loud, like your body hears it, your muscles, your body goes into action based off of the thoughts that you create and the words that you speak into the world. So being kind to yourself is incredibly important. Next thing, so not getting jealous. I would in the health world, and since we're talking about like your body responding to things that like to love essentially, not getting jealous of other people's bodies, not comparing yourself. That's a huge thing. I know I talked about that um, a week or two ago and that's that's a huge step is just focus on yourself when you are worried about your body or your looks or whatever it is focus on you not the person next to you don't compare your day one to their day a thousand because they've been where you are and also comparing yourself to someone else kind of poo-poos the hard work that they did like if I have I can't stand when people compare their body to mine. I'm like, dude, you have no idea how hard I've worked for this and for how long. You're one month in. Of course, it's not where like I'm at right now. And of course, you don't hold yourself the way that I do. I've been working hard at this for a very long time. So when you compare that to someone else's hard work, that's kind of being like, oh, you've been doing this for a thousand days and I've been doing it for one day, but we should be on the same playing field. Like, no, I wouldn't expect to go play as well as Tom Brady right now. I couldn't throw a ball as far as he could, and I would never expect that. So why are you comparing yourself to someone else or becoming jealous of someone else's hard work? Like, talk to me again on your day 1000. Don't be jealous. It's not good for your body. Don't be boastful on the same on the same point. Like, if you are accomplishing things, that is amazing. But don't be saying it out loud to people just for them to come and tap you on the back and give you props or something. Like, don't be posting your stuff just because you want someone else to make you feel good. Like, be happy with your own work. Don't look for someone else's validation and confirmation that you're doing well. Are you proud of yourself? Okay, great. So if you are, then keep doing what you're doing. And if you're not, then change it up. But don't expect someone else to be able to confirm or deny whether the work you're doing is good. If you are proud of yourself, that's what matters. And that's a really hard question sometimes for us to confront. But love challenges you to do that. Love challenges you to see if you can be proud of yourself without needing somebody else to confirm that for you. You don't need a third party. This is between you and you and God. And that is it. Um, 
Ooh, wow, this is so much. I thought this was going to be easy. Uh, it's a good thing I took that nap. Am I right? So next, love doesn't demand its own way. You are going to hit road bumps. You are going to get broken up with, or maybe you get yelled at by your boss, or maybe you just have a tough week or whatever, and you're going to get yourself off the track a little bit. So you'll think, but guess what? God's got a plan. Everything that you're struggling with, it's already been figured out. Like that's the mentality I started taking was, well, whether it happens or it doesn't happen, I don't get to know. And the outcome's already what it is. So as long as you're staying in the mindset of like, I'm going to continue to love myself. Yeah, I ate cake every day this week. It was my birthday week, whatever it is. But that doesn't, like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's kind of a good place to put that in there. So demanding, love doesn't demand its own way. Things are going to happen. You're not always going to be able to make it to the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning and get your Pilates class in. It's not always going to happen. But guess what? That doesn't mean you're failing, just continue to do the work. Get your like active recovery in so you can't make it to the gym that morning. Do 10 minutes of mindful movement and just do something because that's better than nothing and you're not always going to get your way. And maybe the machine you want is broken or it's been taken up every day that you've been trying to go and use it. Guess what? Tough noodles. Sometimes that happens. Just be patient. Find something else. This forces your mind to grow like literally your synapses in your brain change when you can you can stretch your mind and this is such a great brain exercise so like the other day I was waitressing and someone told me that one of their tables a grown man found out that we didn't have a beer on tap and he got all hot and bothered and like well you guys never have it and I don't know blah 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 I don't know what to do now and whatever it's like dude, was that really your reaction? Like you just threw a temper tantrum to a waitress who can't even control this. And like, that was going to be a reaction as a grown man was to throw a temper tantrum over a beer. Like, dude, order something else. I think that like, even if I was having the worst day, I wouldn't throw a temper tantrum over a restaurant not having my beer on tap. Like, that's those neural synapses where you can either go throw a temper tantrum or go, okay, what would I like to do instead? And you stretch your mind. And so like emotionally, spiritually we change, but physically our brain grows. God melded these two actions that happen in our life, like a moment of mental strain actually physically changes the way that your body is formed. And so if you can strengthen those synapses of, okay, just take a breath, don't throw a tantrum, then that's going to be hugely helpful for other situations that you come to face in your life. You're not always going to have your own way. Leading us into not being irritable. So say you don't get your way. Don't be angry about it. Go do something else. Go use that new synapse that you created to go find something else to do. But don't hold anger in your body. So anger and resentment that's stored in the muscles of the backside of your body so like when we we sit on our anger you know like you're angry you want to sit on it like quite literally the muscles of your glutes and your hips tighten and then it becomes uncomfortable in your body like your body holds on to that emotional tension in your muscles which is why like people's shoulders can be so achy or we say you get stabbed in the back it's because literally 
the muscles on the backside of your body tense up and that's not good for you. It's not good for your muscles. That's going to affect your tendons, your cartilage, all of these different spots in your body that you might be feeling achy in. So try not to hold on to anger. It is so difficult. But again, love challenges you. Loving yourself is not easy, but it is well worth the reward. Next, keeping no record of wrongdoing or not holding a grudge. So say you do binge eat one night. Do not go to the gym and do a thousand squats to punish yourself. Just go, oh, okay, I did that. Just going to go to the gym, work out as scheduled, and then continue doing it. And next time... Honestly, what you'll feel is say you do binge eat one night, your workout isn't going to feel good the next day. And if you do love yourself and you're really committed to feeling good in your body, it won't be worth it. Like I've come to a point in my life and it's not always, but because sometimes I do want to eat the cake and I do, but the next day, like my workout doesn't feel good. Or like, for example, yesterday I had two beers, but today getting out of bed, like it wasn't like I was hungover, but I was so tired and groggy. And I was like, ugh, like that wasn't even worth it. It wasn't even that good. So keeping no record of wrongdoing, do not punish yourself for the decisions you make. If it's like food or something, don't punish yourself for that. Don't be like, oh, I ate a piece of cake. So now I need to go do seven hard workouts and, you know, that's not going to be the way. That's just not the way to do it. Um, whoo, love loves the truth or rejoices in the truth. So when you start to, to make these changes in your life, you are going to start appreciating the hard work that you do more. And you start realizing like the truth of your strength, the truth of the endurance and the hard work that you've been putting in and you start realizing it and appreciating it instead of being like, oh yeah, I just powered through it. And again, like poo-pooing your hard work. Like, no, you just pushed yourself through a workout that you weren't able to do two months ago. That's amazing. And that is true. And you can be excited about that. You can be excited about your successes and your hard work. Sometimes it's hard because you're like, oh yeah, no, I just like did the thing. I just like kept my head down and did the thing. Like, no, take a moment to appreciate what you just did sometimes sometimes getting up out of the out of bed in the morning when you're depressed when you're broken up with when your heart hurts and your soul is heavy getting out of bed is a win I hope you are leaning in and listening to that because somebody needs to hear that today someone you know needs to hear that today getting out of bed can be a win sometimes all right so Give yourself a round of applause for that. Give yourself a pat on the back. Sometimes that's all you can do that day. Great. You did it. And I am so proud of you because that can be a real struggle, but it is temporary. It will not always be this difficult to get out of bed. So listener, please like friend, please hear me when I say every victory that you have is worth celebrating. Uh, Moving on to the next characteristic of love is it never gives up or loses faith so this can be really difficult in a world full of fear and of hate and of self-loathing and of of social media but don't give up on yourself just because you don't look like the girl who (laughs) has been photoshopped like just keep going because you love yourself and because you know that you will feel good after you do the workout or after you go for the walk or you take the shower, like do what is going to make you feel good. 
Don't give up on yourself. Like push through that pushback. You are stronger than it. This is where God kind of plays a huge role. Not kind of. He totally, totally plays a huge role in my life is that when I can't do it, God can. When I don't have the strength, God does. And that's when I'm just able to get up and do it. Like, even if I'm uncomfortable, even if I want to cry the entire time, I'm able to do it. I've watched my mom a lot of the time. Actually, this is a good one. Um, We had like some crazy stuff go on in our childhood and I would like watch my mom clean these houses and she would cry while she was doing it sometimes because she hated it so much but she never lost hope she always did it for us like she knew what was important in that moment God gave her the strength to do it and now I'm a better person for seeing how hard my mom worked and she's a better person for it as well and sometimes just not giving up and pushing through the discomfort, knowing that something better is coming because with God, it's not just all things are for the good. No, all things for those who believe in God come together for the good. So that's why you'll see people struggling and struggling and struggling and then never get the reward is because they don't have God fighting for them on their team. And he always is, but unless you invite him in, like this great powerful force that he is, like you can't have the monumentous things in your life come to fruition and sometimes the best part about God is just being happy no matter the circumstance that you're in and knowing that this is temporary this is just a season of growth that you're going through and that this is not the end all be all so that's so important to not lose faith and to not give up always being hopeful that kind of goes along with it always knowing that there's more for you and again this comes with loving God and knowing who God is so God isn't some like dude in the sky who just rains down fire on everyone like he's a loving spirit and a loving God and he wants you to do well and and it's sometimes hard to believe in something that you can't physically see but I have to tell you from my own experience like I grew up in the church but didn't really know the the spirit of God until I turned um I think I was 21 when I discovered God for myself like who he really is and again I say he because I relate to God as a he but I don't think that God has a gender uh he's described as a brother who is closer or a friend who's closer than a brother he's described as a bridegroom he's described as a mother hen so I think that he can take all these forms and doesn't actually have a gender but again that's how I relate to him and it just kind of like flows off of my mouth easier when I'm talking to you guys about it but um totally lost track of where I was going so back to my notes always be hopeful always understand that with God on your team you will be successful the Bible says that the battle with God it's already won if you're facing a battle right now and you draw on God to be with you through it you've already won whatever the situation even if it doesn't seem like it in the moment there will be good for you all things come together for the good for those who love the Lord and then my last point Uh, love endures through all. So you're going to hit those roadblocks. You're going to hit or what seems like a roadblock, but nothing is a surprise to God. Whatever comes your way, God already knows about and has a plan for greatness on the other side of it. 
Unfortunately, we live in a world where we've created disease and like the things that we put into the air make people sick. The things that we put into our bodies make us sick. We do have mortality. People die. That's just the way that it is. It's not always, I don't want to say it's not fair because like that's what you get coming into life. Like, no, we didn't choose to be born some people would say that we were cho- we did choose to be born. I don't know how that works and I guess I'll find out after I die. But some people's lives are shorter than others. Some people's lives are longer than others. Some people have disability through their whole entire life, but they manage and they create a life for themselves that is still wholesome and beautiful and they endure through all. So regardless of what's going on, love endures through all. Love endures through the breakup, the heartache, the uh, inability to get yourself out of bed in the morning and go to the gym or go for that walk and do what's good for your body. It endures through that. And so regardless, if you if you can physically get yourself to the gym or you can physically get yourself to lift the weight, like do what you can do in that season, in that moment. Endure through it. Endure through looking at yourself and not being totally happy and wanting to cover yourself up wear the clothing that you love. If you want to wear that top, and I'm not talking just girls here, dudes and gals, if you want to wear it, then wear it. But don't do it to cover yourself up. Don't do it because you're not proud of your body. Do it because you're working on it. I have a girl and I won't call her out by name because I don't want to embarrass her. But the other day, like she just had surgery and her, her strength level isn't where it was before. And she wanted her her reaction was to say that she, she sucks. And I was like, don't even finish that sentence right now. I was like, you need to reframe what you're saying. You don't suck. Your body is healing. You're working on it. Like if, if every pro athlete who like started off in, you know, junior league or whatever it was that they were playing said that they sucked instead of saying that they were still learning, then we wouldn't have the NFL or we wouldn't have like pro hockey, whatever it is. Like you don't get to say that about yourself just because you're learning. Like give yourself the grace and the time to learn how to do something without saying that you suck at it because anyone who's good at anything didn't start off good at it. Like, hello, even you, there's something that you do now really well that I would not be good at right now. And that's not because I suck at it. It's because I don't know how to do it. And so maybe you need to apply that to learning to love yourself. You don't suck at loving yourself. You've just never been taught how to do it right. And so that's why these things that are outlined in saying that love is kind and patient and all of these other characteristics are so important. It outlines for you exactly what you need to do to build that relationship with yourself. And it is so important because like I said, you live with yourself for your entire life. And if you're not cool with yourself, that sounds like a life of misery to me. Like if you're constantly trying to get out of your own head, like I love being quiet. I love solitude. I love just chilling with myself, chilling with God, being quiet, like being alone. And I didn't used to. My mom actually was the one who taught me that because I'd be in the car with her and I was like, what? You don't want to listen to like whatever trash music is on right now she's like no I would just like silence please and I was like well that's weird but now like I love classical music I love being quiet in the car I'm in the car right now because that's where I have the most focus when I'm talking to you guys I'm not distracted um I have the holy spirit like running through me like I said not distracted by what's going on around me and 
it's just important to have that relationship with yourself because like I said whether you're around for five more years or 50 you have to have that you have to have that relationship with yourself so you may as well learn to love yourself right may as well learn to like feel and believe like a boss because what else are we doing down here like and then when you do that and you can embody those things now you can properly love your neighbor and if it is called into your heart and I believe it is for everyone there's um a passage in the bible that says that when we are created each of us is given like an amount of faith an amount of interest in god and whether that's small or big it's so worth diving into because that's totally your journey it's totally like what god intended so even if your faith is small right now just pour into it a little bit because plants start out small but you pour into them and they grow and then they grow and they become strong and then they become fruitful so for me just because I'm fruitful now doesn't mean I'm not still growing. Like I am totally still growing. My friend today humbled me because I had posted something that I didn't realize like wasn't of God. So I referred to God as like the great spirit, not realizing that there is actually something called the great spirit that isn't God. And I was like, so her and I talked about it and I was like, wow, like thank you for teaching me about this. Otherwise people might've thought that I'm like worshiping pagan gods or something. And that's that's a term of the world not of what god says is real so be teachable learn 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 to love yourself and then maybe you'll be interested in you know the person who created love itself the person who is love which that's what god is i am so serious god is not some guy just like who wants to yell at you all the time and wants to shame you like that's what the world has created him to be but that is not true like he is love and once we can come to terms with that that's when the change starts to happen so all of this to say and I know I'm really dragging it on it wasn't until I started applying these concepts to myself that my body started responding positively so like like I said I had like like GI issues like constant bloating and discomfort in my own belly and like some of you can relate to that I'm sure just like not being comfortable in your own body but me taking the time to learn how to love myself led me to be like oh okay like I know I'm not gonna feel good if I try and work out or I know I'm not gonna feel good trying to get up in the morning if I eat that or if I drink that so you know I'm just not gonna do it and that's loving yourself. And that's really difficult sometimes to not drink the drink or not eat the food, like whatever it is. But as we, the more we do it, the easier it becomes. Like the more we do it, the more we feel the reward. And it is so huge. And that was too, like my body started to take the shape that I wanted it to. My strength started to grow. And not only that, like I used to be able to lift heavier than I, I would choose to right now. But it wasn't like I was doing it well and it wasn't like I was feeding my body the things that it needed. I was just like muscling through a workout, damaging my joints. Now I choose not to lift like the same weight that I was, but I do it properly. And so if I did want to lift that weight again, I would take the time. I would be patient to grow the muscle, to grow like the strength that I needed to do it properly and with good form instead of just like dude broing it out and lifting the weight and destroying my back that's like my dude bro voice <laughs> um but yeah so not only did my body change but like at the same time that my body was changing my mind was changing so regardless of how I look day to day or like week to week month to month um I still love myself and I still go yeah girl you're hot 
or if you're a dude, I'm not going to say you're hot because like, I'm not hitting on you right now, but look at yourself and be like, yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Like I can do this. I love my body. So there you go, guys. Love is not easy. Love isn't just a passive thing. It is active. It's a choice that we make every day. And if you start loving yourself and, uh, I invite you to try loving God or just letting him love you. If you're not ready to love God, maybe you've had some real serious things happen in your life, like as have I. And so if you're like, how have you been through traumatic things and love God, like hit me up because I will so happily talk to you about it. Um, You're better able to love yourself and to love others, which, you know, the world's really hard and our relationships should be the last thing we have to worry about day to day. So, all right, guys, I love you. I'm praying for you. I hope that this is something that touched you. Enjoy your Easter and I will talk to you guys next week.